0: Hi, I'm Dave O'Neill. I'm Kitty Flanagan, and we're from the Sweet and Salty Roundabout, also known as The The Junkies. Junkies. So please tune in. If you're listening to Ingridopedia with uh, Ben and Emily, you'll probably like our show. Yeah. We do we talk about lollies, chips, chocolate. Yeah.
1: They probably talk about better food than we do. The better class of food. They've got some great episodes here. I've just been having a bit of a listen. Very good. In fact, I'm gonna steal some of the ideas. Anyway, whatever.
0: If you need a sugary break, switch over to the junkies. The junkies where you find all your podcasts.
1: Hi, you're listening to Ingridopedia, a factual food fight podcast, but we don't hurl food at each other. We hurl facts and stories and uses for a specific ingredient every episode. My name's Ben Birchall and I'm joined by my co-host, Emily Naismith. Hi, Em.
0: Hi, Ben. Today we're completing the Neapolitan ice cream trilogy. (laughs) We've done chocolate. Yeah we years ago we did strawberry quite <laughs> recently
1: no recollection of stra- oh no that's right you hacked its dna yeah that was pretty good
0: and today we're doing vanilla yeah i mean the least loved um, <laughs> the <laughs> flavor the within th- neapolitan f- ice cream.
1: flavor that's always left behind
0: yeah but i feel like it's it's time to shine and we're gonna do it well
1: all right let's finish off this this vanilla
0: I want to talk about bakeries in country towns. You're on a road trip and you want to stop somewhere for lunch. You go to a bakery. What are you getting?
1: Um, a pasty, Cornish pasty. Yeah. Big fan of them.
0: That's a good one. I'd usually get a pie. But what if it was like morning tea?
1: Uh, I think I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say vanilla slice.
0: Yes, vanilla slice. Absolutely, the only answer. So, yeah, it's the vanilla custard between two layers of flaky pastry with, like, sweet icing on top. And I don't know if I'm exaggerating, but, like, nine times out of ten when you stop at these bakeries, the vanilla slices are award-winning <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. somehow. <laughs> There's so many gold medals. <laughs>
0: so many awards. And, like, they won one in 93. It's award winning. <laughs> it's technically still award
1: winning.
0: <laughs> but the real question is, how do you eat a vanilla slice? Because it's hard out here <laughs> when you're cutleryless yeah. on the side of a road. Yeah. Basically like barely a napkin. And like it's so messy with like the custard, like squeezing out the side when you bite down and I mean it's I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm it's just a, saying that it's a lot to manage.
1: It's not a logical dish it's not a a logical pastry
0: no like i I don't know (laughs) if you see it anywhere else in the world (laughs) that's a
1: good question
0: so i do my best sounds like you have the same kind of method i mean the the
1: custard squeezes out because the the pastry layer on top and the bottom Mm. literally sandwiches yeah, yeah it's harder than the custard yeah yeah
0: I have heard of a vanilla slice eating hack through my research, and we love a hack on (laughs) ingredients.
1: Do we? I think we've just turned into a hacks podcast, have we not?
0: Well, the hack is to turn the vanilla slice sideways, and apparently Mm. it's less messy. So I've got two vanilla slices, and I'm going to try both methods. All right.
1: I mean, that seems to be quite quite flaky. Like, these are high-quality vanilla slices. Did you go, did you drive to the country today
0: for this? No, these are from a place in Box Hill South, Rolf's Pies. Okay. He's, he's known for his vanilla slices okay. as well as his pies. Okay, let's try this way. Trying
1: regular, yeah. top-down,
0: squeezing mm, out the okay.
1: sides. It's pretty messy. You've lost a lot mm. of the... Controversially, there's no icing on the top of this. It's like yeah, mm, is a these dusted with icing dust, sugar. Dusted with icing sugar. And you've lost it all. Mm, and you're going to have to it, the custard. A lot of it has, has yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. It's one. Yeah.
0: So you turn it on its side. Or, all the icing sugar just fell off. <laughs> That's not a plus. Okay. So I just got the custard then. Yeah. I didn't get any of the pastry no because pastry. my teeth aren't white enough. <laughs> And all the icing sugar fell off. It's a terrible hack.
1: Okay. It feels like you need <laughs> you need wider teeth mm. or this hack doesn't work.
0: Yeah. The thing is you want all the three different components of the vanilla slice in your mouth at the same time. Yeah. Like the icing, the pastry, and the vanilla custard. And you only get that with the traditional messy method. Mm.
1: So
0: I'm going to continue to do that.
1: I think, I think so. I don't think, yeah, I don't think this is a hack that's... Oh. Making it to our TikTok kids, no way. <laughs> Emily. At some point, while we're talking about vanilla, we're going to talk about vanilla ice cream. Yeah, it's just I going was to happen. This would come up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's not just talk about any vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about luxury vanilla ice cream.
0: Okay, so we're talking like with real vanilla beans.
1: Uh, <laughs> I very much doubt it. Uh, no, I, I mean, okay, picture. It's the late 1980s, but you're me, so you were born. Um, <laughs> you're you're about 10, uh, and you, you're having a bit of a fancy dinner. Mum's set the table. Maybe there's napkins. Mm. Uh, it, maybe it's not as, uh, as fancy a dinner as when mum made her peppermint crisp and creme de menthe ice cream pudding, but it's still a fancy-ish, fancy, like, dinner. Yeah. Visitors. It's maybe a weekend what comes out of the freezer but a street's Viennetta?
0: I am so excited about this, and I really hope that
1: you've, uh, you've got some Viennetta to share with have me. Have a look next to you. <laughs>
0: okay, okay.
1: Under the cloche, lift the cloche, <laughs> steaming. There it is. I'm, a thick sl- I gave you quite a big slice, yes, too. Yes, thank you. Of, um, of Viennetta. Do
0: you know that I wasn't... I never grew up with Viennetta. Yeah. And so I'm relishing this opportunity and like i feel like everybody was having vionetta and i just missed out for some reason
1: well i mean i didn't have it very often as i say it was a fancy it's a fancy thing and it's so fancy now that sometimes my family does uh does it for birthday cakes (laughs) chuck a couple of candles in a vionetta and you got yourself a fancy so i mean for those of you who don't know what a vionetta is it's a an ice cream dessert made with lots of layers of vanilla ice cream. I'd say not very good quality vanilla ice cream with chocolate, and it's extruded out of a, uh, a nozzle in a way that it kind of makes these wonky, ruffled yeah, like ripples, like ripples. So it's yeah. chocolate and vanilla ice cream rippled together uh, into a kind of log, and you cut the log up into portion-sized pieces, large portions, as I've g- just given Emily. <laughs> so given that. I knew it from my childhood it was always advertised on tv it was a it was a felt like it was a big thing in the 80s i just assumed that it was australian
0: yeah like no offense but a bogan dessert yeah exactly
1: <laughs> who else in the world could enjoy uh, a vianetta other than australians i just assumed it was like all great things from the 80s the stack hat yeah the stable table like all of the, i just figured that vianetta was was australian I've had my mind blown this week because I learned from Wikipedia that Viennetta isn't Australian at all. It was invented in Britain in 1982. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I looked it up on YouTube, this is, is what I found. So, first ad. Breyers presents a spectacular ice cream dessert
0: called Viennetta. But its delicious premium ice cream with crisp, chocolatey layers could leave you with one small problem. Vianetta from Briars. One slice is never enough.
1: So, mm-hmm. available in the <laughs> United States as well. So I kept digging. What did I find next? Walls have created a spectacular ice cream dessert called... Violetta.
0: This doesn't have family.
1: But despite its deliciously rich
0: family dinners at the heart of it, does it? It's
1: a very sexy ad. Yeah. It's a very sexy ad. But if you've noticed anything between the Briars US ad and the Walls UK ad, exactly the same ad. Yeah. Same guy. Yeah. Well, might be the same guy, but it's definitely the same vision. It's it's the same saxophone music. It's the same sexiness. So then (laughs) I kept digging. Do I, I
0: can't wait to find Australia.
1: What do I hear? Streets Ice Cream have created a spectacular dessert called Vianetta. The Australian version. But exactly exactly it's the same. delicious, oh. rich, creamy taste. So I kept going. I don't even know where this one's from.
0: Oh Introducing a spectacular new ice cream dessert called Vianetta. But... Despite its deliciously rich ice cream, its irresistible
1: crisp I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Some so, sort of mid-Atlantic, maybe Canada or something? So I kept going, and then I got this one. <laughs> Italian version. Vienetta de gelato. Now
0: that's sexy.
1: I mean, it is actually kind of sexy in Italian. <laughs> and then I kept going, and then there was this one. That was Indonesian Oh, what? Yeah, that was oh, Bahasa that. Eskrim Walls, 1994, apparently So, mind blown, it, it was available in Indonesia in the 80s uh, Emma, have you had some to eat, by the no, way? No, it's we melting, haven't? can it's I perfect. have some? Okay. Jesus so, so, this, yeah, I mean, we should should eat some
0: Oh my god, it's so good
1: It's legitimately really good. I'd like to point out to the listeners, there's absolutely no point of us eating it right now. We're both aware of what a Viennetta is.
0: I haven't had one in decades. Emily
1: basically just demanded that there was some sort of ice cream treat in the recording this evening. But yeah, what I realized is that Viennetta was available everywhere, including Indonesia, where I spent some time growing up as a kid. It, you know, it's the same ad in Italy, in... The UK, in Australia, in Indonesia. And not only was it available in Indonesia, but it was huge there. So huge that, um, and it says here, it was available from the mid-1990s. Oh, there you go. Maybe it wasn't available when I was there. So that ad was from 1994. So it came in later. So VNETA was sold in Indonesia from the mid-1990s until the mid-2000s when it was discontinued.
0: Oh, RIP.
1: RIP, you would think. Until somebody set up this petition on change.org, Kembalikan Eskrim Walls Vienetta Kepasaran, which means bring back Walls Vienetta ice cream to the market. Uh, the Change.org petition, and I've uh, translated this, not me personally, I've asked my good friend Chad GPT to do it for me, the 90s towards 2000s, um, Often referred to as the Millennium Era, which was predicted to have the Y2K virus, were not only filled with Japanese cartoons, Mexican telenovelas, and cheesy songs from Bass Jam, but also with food products that tasted too expensive for us to buy, as we were still in school and depended on our parents for pocket money. Children who grew up during this era now work and have an income. (laughs) Viennetta ice cream we couldn't taste before can now be bought by us unfortunately walls no longer produces and markets the ice cream that was once our childhood dream so they're basically saying we couldn't have it when we were kids now we've got money and it's not on the market sign my petition how many people do you think sign this petition emily
0: All I'd like to say the entire population of Indonesia.
1: Not quite the entire population (laughs) of Indonesia, but 74,648 people signed the petition.
0: That's a solid amount.
1: And in April 2020, just in time for Ramadan, Walls Indonesia brought Viennetta back.
0: Heroes. So uh,
1: I would like to hear from any of our Indonesian listeners about this truly global phenomenon. Hopefully it's still available there three years later. Um... Because it's absolutely news to me that it was ever available anywhere except for the Bogan parts of Australia. (laughs) Uh, My mind is blown, but I'm really, you know what, I'm glad. I feel good that we can share the taste sensation that is Viennetta with the rest of the world.
0: Absolutely. And now we need a travel sponsor so we can go on a Viennetta tour of the world. (laughs) Done. So staying with ice cream. And by the way, I'm sorry that I start all of my facts with a little role play, but I just love it so much. So let's pretend we're at an old school milk bar looking in the ice cream freezer on a hot day. What are you going for?
1: Um, how hot?
0: Uh, like, is it 30. too
1: hot? For, uh, yeah. 30 is a tipping point. I'd almost go for a non-dairy. Okay, based. 28. 28, yeah. Um, I'd probably go for a... Uh, <sighs> Golden Gate Time?
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I'd go for a bubble bill or, if I just played basketball, a Frosty Fruit. Okay. Um,
1: Mango Macadamia Weiss Bar?
0: I've never.
1: You're I'm missing never. out.
0: Too healthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like healthy, isn't it? It's really that's a not healthy, healthy. <laughs> option. It's not healthy. <laughs>
1: you're um, missing out. You okay. need to go there. But I'm guessing that's not what you're talking no, about.
0: No, I'm not talking about that. Because
1: it doesn't have vanilla in it.
0: I want to talk about... The cone-based ice cream in the freezer. So like we're talking drumstick or cornetto. Yeah.
1: Rarely
0: have them. But when I do, they're a good time. Like sometimes I have them in my own freezer for Mm -hmm. a bit of fun. So they're the vanilla ice cream in a cone with chocolate and nuts involved in a little package. But to be honest, I struggle to tell the difference between a drumstick or cornetto mentally. They're exactly exactly the same in my
1: mind. Is this going to be like when you told me that only one of Doritos or CCs has the correct configuration of MSG? Like, are they slightly different and one is way better than the other?
0: Well, that's what I want to find out. Okay, all right. Because you never see drumstick and cornetto in the same place oh, yeah. it's like usually the freezers are branded like yeah streets or peters i think it is and they both fall on different sides of the fence so i'm not even sure if they even both exist <laughs> <laughs> but they do i went on a late night uh drive last night to track them both down and you know what it's really hard to find cornetto's Really, I went to four different places before I found a cornetto. Drumsticks, Drumsticks got were everywhere.
1: Market saturation uh-huh. in the uh, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah,
0: so for this fact, I'll, I will be conducting a forensic investigation mm. to discover the differences, and then to crown a winner as to whether drumstick or cornetto is I the
1: can't most delicious. This is ever since I told you that food is tax deductible <laughs> because we have a business now. Um, Mm. Every single episode has been about you eating some sort of snack food. Isn't and that I'm onto not you. not the reason we do the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. That's not for our listeners. Emily is scientifically unwrapping nice. the drumstick.
0: It's not looking good already for the Cornetto. There was a lot of give in that cone. Oh, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got to be crispy.
0: Oh, and the chalk tip broke off in the packet. Oh, that's part of it anyway. Yeah. All right, so this is the cornetto and this is the drumstick. Okay. So to compare, the cornetto's chocolate looks a lot darker. There's fewer nuts. When I slightly squeeze the cone, the drumstick has no give. The cornetto has a lot of give. Mm, yeah,
1: that's that's cardboard. This is
0: very spongy.
1: That's yeah. <laughs>
0: and the tip ripped off in the packet. Mm, oh, okay. intact. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go with cornetto first because it's not looking good. Oh. It's so soft. Look at this.
1: Yeah. It's so soft. I'm I mean, did you check the use by date? I know you said it was hard to find. Maybe it's been there for a <laughs> long time. <laughs> mm.
0: It's
1: a bit of crunch in the tip.
0: The tip wasn't bad, but.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Look no, at I mean, this. No, I There's
0: that's fold in this. Yeah, I reckon we check, fold. <laughs> we check
1: the use by date on this afterwards and um, mm. maybe just okay. drop you off at the nearest emergency room.
0: Drumstick yeah. now. Let's try the bottom oh yeah i
1: mean you can hear the crack
0: mm. i really thought it would be hard to tell the difference but yeah the drumstick is a lot better on looks taste um touch i can't smell so we're just going to skip that <laughs> and um whatever the other sense is <laughs> sound, it had sound. The crunch. <laughs> sounded good
1: all right hands down winner um i hope the good people at uh, which one lost? I don't know. <laughs> Cornetto. Good oh, people. Like Cornetto.
0: Street torpedoes. I don't know.
1: Which yeah. One whichever one. Uh, sorry, uh, Cornetto. Uh, if you did want to advertise <laughs> with us, I'm sure we can, um, mm. you know, re-record it and flip them around sometime. <laughs> M, I I want to talk about, I guess the, the cost of vanilla. Yeah. Um, you're using vanilla in your cooking. There's a bunch of choices to make. You've got like the vanilla beans, which, you know, they come from a type of orchid. It's the second most expensive food additive after saffron. Mm, They're
0: so expensive. It's like $7 a bean.
1: Yeah. Super, super expensive. So if you're going to do that, use it wisely. You want to have something where you're going to see the bean. Maybe it's like, you know, not being cooked. So you just need the the raw um, vanilla kind of essence. Not the essence, the the actual vanilla. Mm. Um, Okay. Then... Next tier down, you've maybe got some vanilla bean paste. Mm. So it's, again, it's the real stuff, but it's mixed with sugar and thickeners and it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Then maybe a tier down from that, oh, they, I guess they're the same tier. Then you've got vanilla extract, which again, real beans. You get the the little dark brown flecks in there, but that's mixed with a lot of sugar and like 35% alcohol. So you could scull that in mm. the tiny bottle if you... I probably did when I was a teenager, <laughs> about the time, same time I was smoking Barkies. And then let's drop down a long way under that. Mm. You've got vanilla essence. Yeah. Which is not real vanilla. There's no black sort of dark brown flecks. It's just a, a liquid that's kind of vanilla-y. But, you know, maybe that's what you're going to use in bulk cooking. Mm. Not for the special kind of thing. It sits in the back of the cupboard for a really long time. Yeah.
0: When you're making stuff for kids under five, it's what you're Exactly. With their
1: (laughs) idiotic palettes. So I want to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Not the God tier, not the two tiers underneath that, just the bad five-year-old palette stuff. Where does it come from? So um, I found this article on Bon Appetit. They talk about this idea of, yeah, imitation vanilla. And they say that 99% of the world's vanilla is fake imitation vanilla. So probably the vanilla that we just had in that drumstick.
0: Definitely the Cornetto. Definitely (laughs) the Cornetto,
1: probably even the delicious Viennetta, was actually uh, fake imitation vanilla that's not a product of the plant itself. Instead, it's flavoured primarily with synthetic vanillin, which is a lab-produced version of the same chemical compound that occurs naturally in real vanilla. Um, Typically, it's labeled as vanilla essence. Uh, This artificial vanilla is usually derived from less than organic material, like petroleum.
0: That's not good. I (laughs) mean... Does that mean I'm feeding my under five year old petroleum?
1: <laughs> well, I guess so, but in small doses, yes. and and it's 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 really just like the tiny mm. yeah. Basically, yeah. It says well, while it mimics vanilla's smell, many would argue that it doesn't come close to capturing all the complex floral and woodsy notes that result from the myriad of other flavor compounds in true vanilla. Like vanilla is a pretty magical, like it's the only food stuff that comes from an orchid. It's it's got so many different kind of flavor compounds in it. It's not just the vanillin. So the vanillin is like the tiny bit that they're replicating from petrol in in vanilla essence. So petroleum's not great, but at least, at least, as far as we know, it's not squeezed out of the anal glands of beavers.
0: Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) what? (laughs) I've written here, what may you ask am I talking about? You literally (laughs) said that. There's a persistent rumor on the internet about beaver glands and vanilla. And let me just tell you, it's not all wrong.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, okay, you uh, need to explain. Okay, I, I I'll explain.
1: Guess. Back to the Bon Appetit article. When it comes to v- imitation vanilla, there's a whole lot of talk about beaver anal glands. Okay. Beaver castorium, the goo like vanilla scented secretion that comes from beavers' castor sacs, located, <laughs> yes, in close proximity to their anal glands, has been used as a food additive for much of the last century. It's recognized as safe by the FDA and could, in theory, sneak onto ingredients lists under the label of natural flavorings.
0: Mm, I see that on a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't need to say beaver gland. Um... So that's all true, but let's squash the second part of it. The truth is you're actually not likely to encounter it in your desserts. Global production is extremely limited, as you can imagine. It's more commonly found in perfumes and cosmetics. Uh, When it comes to your average supermarket purchases, there's no need to fret. Nearly all vanilla extracts are vegan, even the imitation ones.
0: God, because it can't be cheap to squeeze the anal glands of beavers no, I figure, <laughs> to make this I cheap you, stuff. You,
1: with a Cornetto, with a vanilla slice, with your Streets Viennetta, you're pretty safe. Um, you just might be eating petrol.
0: Yeah, well, that's fine. Everything in moderation. Okay. All right, Ben. You just went through all the different forms of vanilla. So when you're baking, I know you don't like to bake, mm, but when still you still afraid of it. <laughs> when you are, what are you reaching for in your cupboard?
1: Uh, well, I can tell you because I found it last night. And I didn't know it was there. Clearly, my <laughs> my, my wife had purchased it. We, we've got vanilla extract, two bottles, and vanilla bean paste.
0: Yeah. Nice. Okay. So at home, I have vanilla extract and vanilla essence. haven't got the paste, not Mm. as fancy. But yeah, as we were saying, I kind of use the extract for most things like porridge or baking or icing, that kind of thing.
1: You put it in your porridge? Sometimes. Mm, Okay.
0: It's fancy. And essence for things I don't care about. And I think I've used actual vanilla pods like once in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a no for me, too expensive. But I'm keen to know if I'm making the right decisions. Like, do b- vanilla beans really make your food taste extra amazing? Or are we okay with the cheaper option? Mm. How cheap is too cheap? That kind of thing. So <laughs> I thought about conducting a large scale experiment and cooking the same thing with all four kinds of <laughs> vanilla. And then I realized someone else has already done that. Oh, good. And, um <laughs> Yeah, I won't have to fork out $7 for a vanilla pot. It's all good. (laughs) So SeriousEats.com has done the hard work and compared all the vanilla flavorings in three different methods, baked into sugar cookies, cooked into an ice cream base and churned, and stirred into eggnog. So their results were for cooked items like cookies and the cooked ice cream base, tasters could not decide which type of vanilla was best even between the fancy stuff and the regular stuff, or even between the imitation vanilla extract and real vanilla bean. Mm. In fact, out of all the scores, almost all were less than a standard deviation away from the mean. That is, most of the scores were close enough that any variance can be attributed to pure chance, not actual preference. Huh. But the one exception was real vanilla beans scored significantly lower in the ice cream taste test than either extract or artificial vanilla.
1: Yeah, and actually that's it does say that in the article I was just referring to that actually vanilla essence is like if you want that big vanilla punch and and especially for things that have cooked a long time, that actually vanilla essence is more vanilla-y than real vanilla.
0: Yeah, which is odd to me because I was imagining like I would never get vanilla ice cream from like an ice cream shop as in like a proper... Nicely made ice cream shop. Hmm. But if someone's like, no, they have real vanilla beans in there and it's really good, I'd be like, oh, okay, okay. Really? And then in the other part of the test where the vanilla was kind of cold in like the eggnog, so uncooked, the extract came out as the clear winner because it had more intense flavour and increased complexity. So basically if you use vanilla regularly in baking, there's no reason to – fork out money for the fancy stuff or even the real stuff, Mm. artificial extract will be fine. But if you drink a lot of eggnog or make uncooked ice cream bases or, like, cold things like panna cotta and stuff, you should probably buy the real extract. But it seems like buying vanilla beans overall is overrated, which makes me feel good about being a tight ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Emily, I have cooked... Something for Lush. a last fact. I sometimes like to, you know, um, my starting point is like, what do I use this for? Do I have it in the house? Had, like I, uh, I mentioned earlier, a lot of vanilla in the house. And I think it's mainly been used in pavlovas. Yeah, um, it's kind of a bit of a go-to, um, particularly something that that my wife Sophie makes for uh, for Christmas and big events is like, you know, make a pav. And then I was trying to think of anything else I'd used it in, really, maybe like French toast every now and again, some kind of sweet breakfasty things. Mm. But I couldn't remember having used it in a long time. So I was like, well, let's look for some other uses for it. And so you know, I went to the website of the makers of the vanilla extract that we had, Queen, established 1897, at queen.com.au. And they've got a little article called 10 Ways to Enjoy Vanilla... In your savoury cooking, oh. I was like, interesting savoury vanilla. Hmm. And they've got in there. Some of these things sound good. Vanilla spice rub. So you make a, a spice rub for pork, chicken, lamb, duck, venison, whatever kind of meat you've got. So it's vanilla bean paste, brown sugar, uh, pepper, allspice, spa- uh, all cumin. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Uh, maple vanilla bean glaze again, like a glaze oh, for yeah. um, for pork duck or ham that's vanilla bean maple syrup you know make a glossy a glossy kind of meat dish makes Mm -hmm. sense vanilla melted butter for a buttery finish with woody vanilla notes Mm -hmm. simply Mm -hmm. melt some butter add some vanilla paste put it on your vegetables grilled meats all makes sense how do you feel about the idea of vanilla mayonnaise
0: it's always the mayonnaise that gets us so on a great page. Made, pizza, made you some vanilla we love, mayo. we love mayonnaise. We love disgusting 70s/60s <laughs> recipes featuring yeah. lots of mayo.
1: So, I know, and yeah, I do remember um, <laughs> oh, what episode was it when I made the mayonnaise with the, the from to my mum's recipe which had no was egg.
0: egg? Oh
1: no, it had no egg.
0: Oh. It must be in the mayonnaise episode
1: must have been the mayonnaise episode. (laughs) Did we do a mayonnaise episode? Wow, okay. I don't know. Too many episodes. What are you up to now? Um, Okay, so I'll talk you through it. I mean, actually, there's not much to talk through. It's mayonnaise and vanilla.
0: And so did you just... I made the mayonnaise.
1: No, I made the mayonnaise. So I used um, your boyfriend, Jamie Oliver's recipe. So it's... uh, (laughs) uh, I just made like a half serve um, because I wasn't sure uh, why I was doing it. So single egg yolk... 250 mils of uh, oil. I used a mix of sunflower and olive oil because it's just what I had. A little splash of vinegar. And you actually uh, really do need a good splash of vinegar in there to kind of loosen it up, um, which I sort of didn't didn't realise till right at the end. And then half a teaspoon of vanilla. Now, Em, have you got a spoon? I don't really have anything to have this on. I do have a can of chicken. Um, I've got a knife. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Grab yourself a little bit of... Oh, man. Sort of describe how it looks. I mean, it's a nice, it's, it's a nice mayonnaise. Like yeah, it's a good, it looks consistency.
0: Um, yeah, thick and mm-hmm. creamy and um, and flecks, yeah. little
1: little dark brown, sort of black yeah, flecks okay. throughout there. I
0: don't know why I'm so nervous.
1: A little taste. Yeah, it's. I weird. don't know. <laughs> it's not good. It's not.
0: <laughs> what good. would you have it with? What did they well, suggest?
1: They say um, use it in seafood salads. Oh. Coleslaw, Waldorf, or with smoked chicken.
0: But why? Why the vanilla? I
1: uh, mean, well, apart then I think. Or Food Fifty Two has has another. Yeah, ex- exactly. Because they're trying to sell more vanilla. They've got a recipe here: Earl Grey cured salmon with vanilla mayonnaise, which I guess that makes sense. It's very mm. dainty. It's a little afternoon tea thing. It's on a little round of of a uh, wholemeal toast with a little floret mm. of Earl Grey cured salmon. That's, that's a bit of a fancy way of doing it. But, uh, yeah, beyond that, I don't know what you're going to be doing with this stuff.
0: No. And you've got a whole lot of it. I've got a lot.
1: i got to get through the whole <laughs> lot of that tonight. I'm going to be here a while.
0: <laughs> that's disgusting. I've got that vanilla taste in <laughs> my mouth from the mayo,
1: yuck. Okay, I'll let you take a drink of water while I ask you, <laughs> what did we talk about?
0: I spoke about vanilla slice, how to eat it, which is just the traditional way, how you've always been eating it, Cornetto v Drumstick, and what to use when cooking with vanilla.
1: I talked about the global food superpower that is Vianetta, Mm. not Streets Vianetta, because it's also made by walls and briars and Mm. walls. Um, And then I talked about imitation vanilla, where it comes from, you might not want to know. And then I made some... Delicious vanilla mayonnaise.
0: Mm, I really feel like we should have finished with the Vionetta. That would like have been more have. pleasing <laughs> and. Luckily,
1: there's another <laughs> three quarters of it in the freezer.
0: Yeah, so you can vote for who you found the most interesting um, on our Instagram, which is InGreetipedia. We'll see you next time.
1: Catch you then.